Hello, and welcome to Atomic Radio Hour, the show that dives into the wreckage that is post-apocalyptia, the post-nuclear podcast. I am your host, Vince, and I'm also here with... Your executive host, Declan. How are you, pal? I am so relieved. Yeah? Yeah, I finished up my fa- uh, my last final yesterday. Good so stuff. I like slept in real late today. Now I'm just packing up, ready to move home. Cool. I am just so relieved to be done. Like I did so much good work this semester, but this the oh, it was a crunch at the end. <laughs> Get you ready to work in a real game studio. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. But yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm ready. I'm just ready to kind of relax for a week. Then hopefully I get this job that's coming up. I'm really excited. Cool. I got something yeah. new for you to learn when you get home. Oh, yeah? What is it? Uh, I was I was playing D&D. And, dude, I had a fucking blast playing D&D today. I tried oh, something tonight, new. Yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried something new tonight. I, uh, I did a, a real-time boxing match. Oh, wow. That's cool. So I had two people go against each other, and I had their armor class, and, like, they rolled against each other, and it was like, oh, hit this, hit that. And I did it. I improvised a fight real time for three minutes. That's so cool. It, it was a lot of fun. Like, I was I, when I got done with the first round, I was like, was that even interesting to listen to? And one kid was like, I was very much into that, so I think I did a good job. That sounds awesome. Ah, dude, it was so cool. I was like, and then this guy's going over there, and the other guy, and someone stealthfully cast, like, a hex spell on him, so he, like, didn't, he was confused and didn't know where he was if he could roll higher than, like, a certain number. So he's like, it's like, and then the other guy has no fucking clue where he is. He doesn't have any understanding about what's going on. It's almost as if he's, like, a kid looking for his mom in the mall, and I don't know where Robin's, it was a lot of fun. That sounds like a blast, dude. I really want you to host one of those for me. Sure, dude. I'll, I'll, if, we, if we play while you're home, I'll do a quick impromptu one. I'll build, but, like, I'll build like a, a barbarian persona that's like um, like the mean, uh, like like the austatious orc or something, and he has like oh, a cool, cool costume. Yeah. Well, it wasn't it wasn't so much that it was uh, two of my two of my players character two of my players fighting. It was characters that I had made up. Oh, okay. That had to fight, so I. I always, and you know it, I always write myself into a, into a wall where characters talk to each other. Oh, yeah. And I, I hate doing that, but it was, like, a lot of fun to, like, zone out and roll dice and try to try. It was, it was like, a fun exercise to make a story that made sense and still try to throw jokes in. And but, make it, give it that little element of, like, randomness that comes with D&D. Yeah, because originally. anything could happen. Yeah, because originally I went into it going, okay, I know who's going to win. And then I was like, no, fuck that. That's not fun. Like, I'll railroad the whole party if he wins. So I was like, yeah. if he wins that way, he goes this way. If the other guy wins, it goes that way. Uh, but yeah. on my way out, the owner of the shop was like, here, you won. I go, what I win? He goes, you won. And I go, okay. And he handed me the fucking uh, Transformers card building game. Oh, cool. And and I was like, what? Did you? I was like, you're not you're not going to like pay me because I've, I've run the, the game there and he's like no take this and learn how to play so and then I go did no one learn how to play and you're just trying to unload stock and he's like no I just want more people to play it so he gave me a fucking like a free pack like a starter kit yeah so I guess we can learn I mean I don't know if it's going to be fun but we could learn together the transfer the transformers card game hmm. yeah I, I don't know who it's by I don't think it's by the same people who make like magic and stuff 
So but, it's not Wizards, it's not Fantasy Flight? No. I don't. It might be Wizards, I don't know. But, hmm. yeah, it was just, I thought you'd really appreciate the D&D stuff. Oh, that's so cool, dude. Yeah, ask, ask like, Noah. Like, shout out to Noah. Like, ask him um, if, next time you see him, because he was there for it, so. Cool. Um, you want to jump into the lore? I would love to. So, we spoke a little bit in a previous episode about uh, Shady Sands, uh, but a character that I don't think we gave enough time to in that one, because the episode wasn't technically about her, uh, is Tandy, the second president of the NCR. Tandy is incredibly important for the history of the NCR and, like, its direction and its growth, so I'm really excited to hear about it. For a majority of uh, the West, she's highly uh, influential. She is born in 2145 uh, and is the de facto president for life. She's the second president of the NCR and one of the most influential influential people in the post-war world. Early on, she was the... Oh, I don't know why I have it written like that. Uh, I have it like written in segments, and I wrote early on as if it was a thing I had to say. Uh, huh. She's the daughter of Aradesh, born bored to the bone of shady sands, and loves to meet people who have seen parts of the waste that she has not seen so she's a historian too hmm. mm-hmm. uh, she's described as sharp-minded quick wit quick-witted free-spirited always speaks her mind good looks which i thought was kind of weird to hmm. put good looks because she's like like 19 when you meet her which is legal but still young um yeah. she's i guess six it feet depends tall. on the perspective of the person looking i guess uh I, I don't know. I thought it was made by, like, a bunch of dudes. It was kind of weird. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, six feet tall, raven black hair, and dark complexion. Uh, by 2161, she is 16 years old and meets the Vault Dweller. Uh, the Vault Dweller inspires her for years to come with their charisma and skill. Huh. So the canon Vault Dweller had high charisma. I Supposedly. guess. I mean, I guess that's just... Charisma is more of... I know charisma, a lot of people think, is like... Like, oh, like conversational can... wit. Yeah, but I think a lot of charisma is also just your energy. Yeah, I could I could see that. You know what I mean? Because sometimes people describe me as charismatic, and I'm just like, really? Really? <laughs> Someone said, oh, you're totally a charisma build. And I was like, I mean, I guess. What, what do you think you would be if you were, if you were a, a, uh, like a Fallout build? Oh, I'm totally a charisma build. Well, then what the fuck are you fighting with people? <laughs> because I hadn't really thought about it until I thought about it. You know what I think would be a really, really fun type of build? What? Make someone who tries to talk their way out of everything, but they don't re- they don't realize that they're strong. So, like, a muscle wizard. K- yeah, kind of. <laughs> like, um, I cast fist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but... Sorry, back on track. Tandy was inspired by the Vault Dwellers uh, ridding Shady Sands of the Rad Scorpions. Uh, Tandy was later kidnapped in the same year by the Khans during a raid on Shady Sands, and the Vault Dweller had saved her. Tandy helped Aradesh grow Shady Sands and the NCR. Her father disappeared searching for Vault 13. She rose to power after her father disappeared and grew the town and the ncr substantially she opened up trade routes with Jungtown and the hub aradesh her dad uh was reluctant to do so she made a strong economy and she was very uh determined she she made that she made it that shady sands dominated the brahmin trade and shady sands is one of the first states within the ncr actually i said it in a previous episode but 
I, be- I believe, I'm going to double check, it's Shady Sands, Dayglow, Maxon, The Hub, and I want to say Junktown is the fifth. For? For the NCR, the, the five the states of the NCR. Well, is that the five original, or is that the five period? Because the NCR moves as far uh, east as um, New Vegas. I'm trying to find it on here. Okay. Uh, I'm on the. I always forget to mention this at the beginning of it, but I get all of my information uh, either from the games that I've played. Uh, but I also like to make sure that I'm not talking out of my ass completely. I use the Fallout Wiki. I use fa- Fallout.fandom.com/wiki. Um, mm, I lied to you. It isn't Junktown. Cool. I think it's the Boneyard. Because that would make a lot of sense. The Boneyard's fucking huge. Do you want to know? Do you want to know what all of them are? Please, actually, that'd be awesome. Uh, all of the NCR, if I'm reading this correctly, is Arizona, the Arizona Spillway, formerly, Bullhead City, uh, Willow Beach, formerly, New California is the, uh, California is the Anza Borrego, A-N-Z-A-B-O-R-R-E-G-O, the Boneyard, that a, sorry? That sounds like a pretty good shot at it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the Boneyard, Dayglow, the Hub, Hopeville, formerly. Irvine, Junktown, Maxon, Navarro, the NCR, formerly Shady Sands, Oak Creek, One Pine, Owens Lake, Redding, Sacktown, SAC Town, Sack? Huh, I've never Vault, heard of it. Vault 15, it's also in Baja and Rattletail in Mexico, and then parts of, well, I guess these are locations within it, not so much states. But like, like territories. major points of interest, yeah. Yeah, like in the Mojave, there's the 188 Trading Post, Aerotech Office Park, Bitter Springs, Boulder City, Camp Forlorn Hope, Camp Guardian, formerly, Camp Golf, Camp McCarran, Camp Searchlight, formerly, Helios One, Hoover Dam, the Mojave Outpost, the NCRCF, formerly, potentially? Is that what that says? Nelson, the New Vegas Strip, partially, Prim, potentially, Oh, depending on your choices in New Vegas. Yeah. Is what that means. Yeah. Like, if you side with NCR, they gain those territories. I see. Yeah. Sharecropper Farms and so on. So, I don't know why it's not giving me the original states, but I know the original states are at least the Boneyard Dago, uh, the Hub. Yeah. The Boneyard Maxon, Dago, the Hub. I've said them all. I probably said them four other times. Um... <laughs> She slowly started to merge with other states and became a larger political power with the help of the Brotherhood of Steel, who wanted to remain out of the political landscape at the time. I mean, they end up uh, clashing over Helios 1, definitely, right? Yeah, they, well, the Brotherhood didn't want anything to do with anybody. (laughs) They were just like... At least, yeah, West Brotherhood, they didn't want shit to do with anyone. Yeah, they were just like, oh, this? I want this. You're in the way, and now you're dead. Yeah, basically. That that sums up the Brotherhood. Yeah. Hi, I want your things, but you're holding your things. You're dead now. Instead instead of like, hey man, can I buy (laughs) that or borrow it or straight out have it? Just here's a gun to your face. (laughs) Uh, She ruled the NCR alongside of the Congress. She was focused on expanding the NCR to bring peace and stability to the waste. Her I- her ideals later became more pragmatic. Uh, she was not above making a deal with New Reno to bully, C- bully Vault City into joining the NCR and supplying them 
with the superior with their superior medical technology in the year 20- so definitely became more of a politician later in life yeah definitely she i think yeah. she kind of there's a there's a quote from her on her wiki page uh that when you meet her in fallout one she's like i hate being here there's nothing to do here oh you're from not here what's it like out there you meet her in fallout two and she's like almost a hundred and when you're talking to her, she's like, ah, oh, I kind of did have a great life. And, like, I didn't really realize it was happening. Because she always kind of... I think that's kind of why she kept expanding. Is that she's like, I just want more. I want to see more. I want to be a part of more. So more of this, like, curiosity factor. Yeah. Like, it wasn't so much like, I want to rule, I want to rule, I want to rule. Uh, it was, I think, originally... It was more of her being like, hey, this is neat. This is out there. This is new. Let's check it out. But yeah. towards the end, when she's bullying uh, Vault City with, with New Reno, like that's more of like, I want to see this and I have power. Yeah. Which, I mean, still, she's she's the most popular president out of all of the presidents of the NCR. Who came after, uh, was it Kimball? Or is uh, there another no. generation in between? Let me no. find out for you. Because I know Kimball is the president during New Vegas. No, Declan, she dies in... Uh, she dies in 2241. 2241? Uh, or does she? Hold on, let me see. No, I'm sorry. She dies in 2248. Uh, okay. Oh, I have it in my notes. I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. Uh, so, in order of leaders, it's Aradesh, Tandy, Joanna Tibbet... Wendell, Peterson, and then Aaron Kimball. Actually, I just found that list now, yeah. The year 2241, she's uh, 96, year, 96 years old. This is when you, I'm pretty sure you meet her in Fallout 2. Uh, she's still acting president, and she still had her, quote, youth, wit and youthful fire. Dementia and other ailments that usually afflict the elderly just kind of missed her. She just continued to be herself. I mean... When you're surrounded by nuclear hellfire and radiation, you never know what what's going on in the ticker up there. Yeah, I never even thought of it. Like she, she was kind of like embalmed. like maybe minor radiation exposure kept you alive a little longer. Well, we all carry phones around with us, and yeah. people are living longer now. So you hear that, guys? Go eat some uranium. You'll live forever. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. We can't recommend that. Yeah, uh, we're legally obligated to tell you not to do that. But I'm going to say, don't go out and eat uranium. Wink, wink. No, seriously, don't. No, seriously, don't. (laughs) (laughs) So, wink. Yeah, no, I mean, don't. But, I mean. Wink. (laughs) Uh, 2248. She's 103 years old, and then she dies. Jeez, that's a long life. She's Especially for the wasteland. Yeah, she's president for 52 years. She's succeeded by her vice president, Joanna Tibbet, and the most famous NCR president to date. Hmm. That's a very comprised kind of shortened down list of one of the most influential people in the entire series. Someone who shaped the entire West Coast, more or less. Yeah, I mean, like, it's because of Tandy that rule of law kind of re got reinvigorated into society and taxes and taxes <laughs> yeah which i uh 
I mean, I have my opinions on the NCR. Um, uh, as do I. Do, I feel like just, the NCR mean well, but sometimes their methods aren't the best. I think they they were re- they were really helpful in the beginning. I think the NCR in the beginning was the way to go. Uh, oh yeah. But before before anything, would you like to hear some fun facts? I would love to hear some fun facts. She is one of the oldest living people in the series. Tandy is 103. Can I'm I guess a, who could be older? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Harold. Harold's not on the list. Really? I don't know why. Now that you say it, I don't know why he wasn't. Let me go back to her page and see if he's actually mentioned. And I just, I did an oopsie. Oh, did you close the tab? No, no, I keep the tabs open. I keep the tabs uh-huh. open, especially for stuff like this in case like, oh, hey. um, No, Harold is not on this. I don't think he's technically a human. Can I have another runner-up? Sure. Um, House. Yes. Um, cool, I knew it. Tandy, I'm gonna I'm gonna just read off what I have. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Uh, this one I'm gonna butcher. Toshiro Kago Kago. Toshiro Kago. Okay. He's the samurai that you meet in Mothership Zeta. Oh, uh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, he was he was brought up there sometime between 1562. He's at least 715 years old. Whew. Now. There's a whole thing on his page on the Fallout Wiki that describes, like, because of the armor and the the sword that he has, he is from this era of studying the blade and being the shinobi. And I don't really, like, I didn't really go into it because I was just like, all right, like, (laughs) this is speculation. He was put there to be cool. Like, uh, Robert House is 261 years old. Respectably so. Nate and Nora, uh, the sole survivors of, of Fallout 4, 210 plus years, depending on how long you play it. Uh, I didn't know this one. Did you know Kellogg is 108? No shit, really? Yeah. He's actually, like, when you go through his memory and they're talking about the NCR, uh, that's early, earlier NCR. Like, he was alive for Tandy. And he's part of the she, or the, 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 the chi, or the Z. I don't know how to say it. Oh, wait, he's part of the She? Yeah, or, or he was affiliated with the She. I was actually just reading about the She the other day. Really? Yeah, because the, um, because of something we'll talk about later in the show, um, the She came up, and I was like, oh, I want to know what that is. Well, Mantis, shout out to him, uh, he he did a really great video on, on the She that I watched a little while ago that, like, they had surpassed the Brotherhood entirely. In terms of technology? Yeah, like, they were just, they blew them out of the water. They were just like, fuck you. Like, we know exactly what we're doing. Um, and I'm pretty sure that they're based out of San Francisco, because that's when you go through Kellogg's memory, you you see the Golden Gate Bridge. You see it in the background. Yeah, yeah, the Shi are uh, definitely a San Francisco faction. And they're based off of the, the, the Chinese people that were living there. So, like... Let's let's just, just have a fucking game in San Francisco. Think about how cool that would be. Yo, that'd be so cool. Like, like have the she as a major faction. Have it where like you get to go to. You, dude, imagine Alcatraz. Yo, yo, that'd be so cool. And they can have some Easter eggs from the Book of Eli. Yo, ooh, like you can find a book that's like Eli's yeah. book or something, and you pick oh, it up that'd and be it's so in- cool. Dude, think about like giant. Did you ever see Giant Stadium? I don't know if it's if it's no. like a name like if like I think Mets is like City Field like you know how these these corporations buy a field 
yeah, you're yeah. not going. You're not going to like the Chief Stadium. You're going to like fucking Disney Verizon's uh, Disney Verizon Craft Food Stadium. <laughs> yeah. Something like I don't know what the name of it is. It's a beautiful stadium. It's right on the water, so like they could hit a home run and it goes right into the river. It's awesome. That's actually pretty cool. But like, think about how cool that would be. Like, say like part of the stadium collapsed and the water flooded in, and now it's like a major trade port. Oh, neat! Oh, like, that's you know so I mean? cool. Like, like we should have our own like separate episode about considering a San Francisco fallout. What do you think it would be called? What's like a nickname for San Fran? Fallout San Fran. Uh, Fallout San Fran. Um, oh no, like maybe like Fallout Baja, and it's like like this whole entire like west coast down to the Baja Peninsula. Yeah, San Francisco's by Mexico, right? San Francisco's in California. No, but I'm saying it's by Mexico, like it's Southern California, right? It's Southern. Not like no, like oh, San Francisco's in Mexico. I know it's not. Me- I went to a public school, but I'm not stupid. It's like all right, so. Imagine this. Put this in your brain. I'm going to paint you a word picture. Okay, let me hear it. If the top of wait, California, how many colors are we using? None. But you said it's a. You're painting me a picture. Just, just listen. Is it grayscale? Yes. Okay, I like grayscale. Okay, if the top of California uh-huh. is assigned to the value a hundred, and the bottom of California, the southernmost point of it, uh-huh. is the value of zero. Uh huh. San Francisco is about forty percent up. Oh, really? From the best understanding that I have, I've never been to California, so I don't. I don't really like. Nor have I. I'm a. I'm a Eastern boy. Actually, I lied. Los Angeles is about forty percent up. <laughs> San Francisco is seventy percent up. Oh, it's higher. Yes. Really. Yes. Good. Let us go to Oregon. Let us go back to Arroyo. Oh, hell yeah. Let us, let the most northern part of the, well, that's a little, I was going to say, let it be Seattle, but that's a fucking stretch. That's a stretch. But like, let us see northern California, let us see Jacobstown, let that be the most southern part, let's see what has happened. You know what I mean? Um, If you go, if you go exactly west of Las Vegas, or New Vegas in this uh, case, you will end up exactly at the midpoint between Los Angeles and San Francisco. Oh wow! Yes, I. I mean, we're never going to get another game in California, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, Bethesda hates the West, so. Yeah, look at that. I'm looking at the map that you put. Declan, put this map up again. Um, oh, absolutely, yeah. Because we're going to bring this up later in the show, but I'll okay. paste it now and just leave it. So I'm looking at this map that you sent us, and yeah. it's San Fran, and then under it is the Empire of the Shi or the Chi, yeah, the Shy. The the Shi is based out of San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, but but like, look what's all there. Like, Navarro is north of that. It's right there. Yeah, and Redding is northeast of that. Vault 13's right there. Like, it's all right there. Where do you see Vault 13? Well, there, hold on, hold on. There's Mariposa. There's Sierra. Stockton. Oak Creek. Shady Sands. It should be right there. Vault 13 is directly above Mariposa. It says V13. I don't think you and I are looking at the same map. Let me send you this map. Copy image. I see Vault City. I see Gecko. I see the Den. I see the Boneyard. Wow, Fallout 1 is a huge map. Oh, yeah. Fallout 2 is even bigger. Oh, this map? Yes. Oh, I have this map. I don't have this map. Um, I don't have this map on my desktop. I'm looking at the Fallout New Vegas map. Map of major civilizations. Put up both. Um, Can you send me the other one? Uh, You sent it to me. You put oh, it in the, the the green and uh, the green and red one, the one that was showing right, the, yeah, the legion of, of Caesar. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Um, 
Okay, yeah, that okay. makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah, the yeah, higher so, the she, it reaches south of San Francisco. So make it where, like, the she is big, and maybe there's somebody else. Like, I mean, canonically, it might be a problem, but I'm a big fan of the idea of it. Yeah, I would really like to see this. Uh, I'd love to see that. I, I, have, I have a few more for you. Fun facts. Um, before we get on to the next topics, I ca- kind of an idea of where you might take this. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, Con- Conrad Kellogg is 108 years old. Uh, the Cabot family. They're old as dirt. The oldest member is Lorenzo, and he's 452. Jack Cabot is about 400 and change. I don't think he ever gives an actual date, but based on, I would say he's in his 30s or 40s. Or no, he wouldn't be. Eh, yeah, maybe his 30s or 40s. He's probably, maybe even younger. Maybe like late 20s. He's probably about 400 and... 10, 20 years, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, those were... That and Tandy appears on the $100 bill in New Vegas. The NCR bill. Yeah, you're right. And it has uh, something about... I should have wrote it down and I didn't. It had something about... It was, like, incorporated or in conjunction with Dayglow Enterprises or Industrial or something. Huh, that's kind of neat. Yeah, I'm sorry that I don't have it written down. And I'm sure I, it'll come up later. Yeah. So I'd like to propose a question. Okay. And I'd also like to encourage that our Twitter followers and Discord uh, members also participate in this. So get your smartphones ready, kids. Yeah. Because I want to hear responses. Um, maybe even Special Guest Kyle can talk about it on Special Guest no. Sundays. No. 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 Don't give Kyle too much power. I won't do that. We have to keep him contained. Yeah. Um, but who deserves to rule the wastes? Who do you think? Who do I think? I first yeah. want to give some options for our okay. folks that are kind of pressed, that don't know what's going on. We have the NCR, mm-hmm. Caesar's Legion. Uh-huh. We have the Brotherhood of Steel Western Division. Midwestern, Western, or? Uh, I'm gonna. I'm separating it. Okay, okay. There's Brotherhood of Steel Midwestern Division, mm-hmm. uh, Western Division, and DC Brotherhood. Okay. At, there's also the She is tr- kind of like a smaller... Uh, like tribe or a smaller faction mm-hmm. and there's a number of factions that are in the commonwealth but let's just say we'll give the Minutemen and the Institute uh, a shot at this. Okay. Because they both have, by the end of Fallout 4, especially if you side with the brother or with um, the Minutemen, they do have considerable resources, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, also the Enclave, that's a biggie. Biggie. Biggie right there. Um, who do you think deserves to rule the wastes? Uh, in terms of both ideals, in okay. terms of who actually feasibly can, what do you think? Uh, this is this is going off of any timeline. Uh, any timeline uh, that you want. Yeah. Can I also say that the midwest, just midwestern brotherhood, may or may not be canon. I'm not entirely sure because it's part of the tactics games because it takes place in Chicago. I'd like to consider it canon. Okay. For for the sake of this uh this brain exercise, let's say that okay. tactics is fair game. Okay, okay. Um I want you to go first. Oh uh, heck. <laughs> you had this question, you don't have an answer? I wanted to hear what you had to say. But um I'm kind of caught between the NCR and Midwestern Brotherhood. Because I okay. kind of said it earlier, 
The NCR, they mean well. They're trying to kind of restore some kind of rule of law, especially to the West, and they've done a really a decent job at that. I mean, they spread themselves a little bit thin, but with a little bit better organization and mm. a little more personnel to be able to figure it out, I think they could actually kind of unite the West. The NCR. The NCR. I don't think so. No? No, I think that, like, the you have this map on screen, right? Yeah, the one, the, the simple-looking one. The green, red, purple, blue, and brown one? Yeah. And some yellow? Yeah. Um, I think they're too far spread out. I think Tandy had the right idea of let's spread, let's kind of move and see everything. Um, I don't think the people after her had the best intentions in mind. If you're looking at this map, this goes well into Mexico. This also is part of Arroyo. Yep. And borders, if it doesn't already go into C- uh, Seattle. I always want to call Washington Seattle. Uh, it pretty much goes into Washington. Yes. That's 200 years of of venturing out. That's a little too fast. It is pretty fast. Now, don't get me wrong. Lewis and Clark left the East Coast, stole a bunch of land from Native Americans, and then went back in two years. Uh, There was also not a bunch of people hopped up on drugs that were ready to kill at a moment's notice. With guns. Yeah. So, I just... And, like, everybody's hostile. You can't trust anybody. Look, the Native Americans trusted the white man. Now there's none of them. So... You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, I mean, I, we kind of did screw the pooch on that one. I just think that... I don't think the NC... I think if we get another game that's, say, like another 20, 30, 40, 50 years in the future, the NCR will be hurting. Like, I think, there will be mo- widespread... If they don't get their shit together, widespread starvation. They won't have a handle on actually being able to instate their laws. It's going to be a mess if they don't fix it. Yeah. It's just, I, I think that, like, people know that, like, I can go from having no law to having law, and I have to pay tax? Like, come on. You kidding me? What the heck is a taxes? Like, I just, I don't I see it becoming a thing. I didn't learn this in thing. public school. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't see them, like, and I, I instantly want to go with Caesar to say that, like, oh, I think Caesar would be the best pick, because Caesar is, uh, he's, he's, a. uh, uh He's an authority figure. He's saying, this is the way it's done, and if you don't like it, you're dead. Which, I think, gets shit done for a long time, but you need to ease off of that after a while. Like, once you have your your feet kind of settled, and by the time that you play the game, like we said in the last episode, Caesar's kind of dying out. And for a long time... Go on. I'm sorry. No, go Um, on. I was going to say, if you're going to be extremely strict and authoritarian it's really really easy to rule over a land of bones yeah. but like it's not that easy to rule over a land of people like you can go and you can rape murder and kill the whole shebang all of your people that would be your subjects mm-hmm. i guess in quotes um people that would be benefiting off your system but like you're not they're not paying back into it like, the whole reason society kind of works, at least from my public school knowledge, 
is uh, that the only reason society works is because the members of the society are actively participating in it. Yeah. <laughs> so if you kill all of those people, you've got nothing. Like, Leget Lanius, he doesn't even necessarily subscribe to Caesar's ideology. Caesar saved him, and he's just like, I will follow this man into the gates of hell. So let's say Caesar dies and he takes over. Does he continue to rule with an iron fist because that's what Caesar would want? Or does he just say, okay, I don't like the way this is being done. Everybody start doing drugs and do whatever you want. You know what I mean? That's an interesting way to think about it. Like, like we haven't really thought about what the legacy of Caesar's legion is. It's really easy to see what will happen with the NCR because there's history. There's already, like, what, five generations of president that kind of already yeah. have the book written for them. Caesar kind of did all that by himself. Yeah, and he did a damn the the fine job going from fucking Arizona to uh, the border of Texas. Like, oh, yeah. Into Colorado. Like, it, he, he did he did a parts like he's right before Oklahoma like it's nuts like the amount of yeah. time he did that and he was raised by the followers of the apocalypse like I want to see Caesar win it all and I think that's because I just think that people if you really want something done and done right at such a large scale you need to be a dominant figure I think it wouldn't hurt Caesar to show some compassion but I think at the rate he's gone this far, if he showed any compassion, it would be taken as a weakness. Yeah, especially, like, that's something you'd have to, like, introduce in over time. Mm-hmm. That being said, NCR... I about the Midwest Brotherhood. That's what I was going to get to. You have NCR, totally spread out, Caesar's Legion. You don't know if it's going to be heads or tails, right? Midwest Brotherhood, we're not quite sure what happened. Yeah, and we, all we know is that they have a lot of a lot of territory and a lot of guns. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah, like I'm not sure what is up with them. Like, who rules the Midwest Brotherhood? Like, I don't know, really know much about them. And, and and I don't. I haven't given the time to look into it because I don't think any of it's canon. Like they said that it wasn't canon, and then brought the Pridwin in. Yeah, like, they're cherry-picking the things they liked from tactics. Which I don't disagree with, because it's already there. It's already there. Take the inspiration. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, like, you have to, like, do next time you have an E3 or a press conference of anything, be like, hey, the following is canon, the rest is not. Like, I was was talking to somebody today. What do you think Detroit would be called? Would it be called Detroit? Would it be called the D? Would it be called Motor City? Would it be called Motown? Like, what would you call Detroit? Hmm. Like, it's it's just, it's another major city. Like, Miami, there's a fan game being made for Miami. That's going to be really cool. And I think it's going to be awesome to see other people kind of expand on the ideas of, like, this is how uh, we think the world would take it. But I want to see who the people that are behind it take it. Like, I'd love to see New Orleans. Like, I'd oh, love dude, to see New the Orleans neon lights and so shit. Like, New cool. Orleans in the 50s, that'd be so cool. But you also think, like, okay, here's here's... I think, honestly... You have the she is is big and it's powerful, but it's not big enough to overthrow anybody. And they don't, as far as I can tell, don't conform with the NCR. The NCR stopped the Brotherhood. There is no more Brotherhood in the West except for the bunkers in Lost Hills, and that's it. Right? And they got kind of shit. They have nothing to do. Yeah. 
So the very East, easily ruled out. The East Coast Brotherhood, as far as we know, just got there and is only really established within the city. The Institute is a constant fear and is authoritarian, but is authoritarian in the sense of it's not so much like we're stronger They're the monster than you. in the closet. Yeah, but it's the worst kind of monster in the closet. Because Caesar, you know you're scared of Caesar because he's strong and powerful. The Institute, you're scared of them because they're smarter than you. Yeah. You can get strong. You can lift weights and work out and become strong. But your brain can only fit in so much information. Yeah. At the end of the day, I mean... You know what I mean? Like, you can try your best to learn as many things as possible, but there is a... A genetic difference in terms of like, um, like it's being bred the capacity into capacity for knowledge. I yeah, guess. like, and those are all MIT graduates or CIT graduates or people that were professors and and that had kids and kids and generations and generations. Like smart people of intellects. Yeah, yeah, smart people breed usually usually breed smart people. So you have these people with like these these are people that understand Rick and Morty. You know what I mean? Like these. <laughs> <laughs> These are people that 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 make fake people that understand Rick and Morty. Like Jesus, you don't. Do you understand what I'm saying? But yeah, everybody doesn't like them. It's like the one kid at school that was so much smarter than everybody else and knew it and was a dick to everybody. Yeah, they you know definitely what I mean? have that vibe. So again, and like the East Coast Brotherhood, not a lot going on. They're relatively small compared to the Midwest. Now, I would like to touch on uh, the Minutemen. Because their goals They're and dead. their ideals are so fucking, like... Like, I so agree with them. But, like, they're so small. Yeah, just to, like, let people live their lives, but if they're... and But protect them if there's danger. You like, don't think a police force is just as bad as taxing? Not not um, to become political, but I think when you police people, you restrict them from their freedoms. And I'm not saying they're going to sit there and say, hey, don't do drugs, don't do this, don't do that. But there is no central form of government 200 years after this. And although, objectively, it is wrong to, uh, by our own moral and societal standards, it is wrong to kill somebody for caps or for whatever – if you have somebody just come in and say, hey, 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 now, like there there are certain people that are, are only going to be like there's people that are great at crime, right? So people are so good at crime. Yeah, like people are just so good at crime. You're going to tell me that this is this type of environment isn't hey, going to breed. Hey, don't do crime. But yeah, you're going to show up and say don't do crime to a guy who's been doing crimes his entire life. Like he's going to keep doing crimes. Like I'm not saying that they're wrong. I'm just saying I think that they're. By by and and I and I don't think it's fair because Preston is the the figurehead of the of the Minutemen, so you automatically get this kind of look of oh we have to do everything right and by the books and raiders are wrong are they you know how gangs started you know how the Crips started in California no actually I don't know the history of the Crips there is I don't know the entire lore I haven't been keeping up with it but there uh, was a kid who lived in I think it was Crenshaw. And he was a cripple and he wore blue Chuck Taylors and they would pick on him and his older brother, uh, 
it, what they started, I could be wrong if it was his brother did it or if the kids that were picking on the kid, they would write on his chucks because that's like a big thing. They would write on his chucks crip and they took it and flipped it into a thing of power. And originally it was a, it was a neighborhood gang, a collection of people that came together per, to protect themselves from other people. That's why gangs start. And then they start getting into drugs and crime and other shit and it spirals out of control. Most gangs are created to protect people. Like when they say, oh, you go to prison, you join a gang. That's to protect you. That's it, for solidarity and unity. Yeah. yeah like for strength in numbers. If you look up, yes, exactly. If you look up any, look up like, this is going to be kind of like a weird thing to Google or YouTube. Look up um, gang documentaries, New York City, 1970s. Like use those kind of like filter search things. Yeah, like, like, uh, like buzzwords. Yeah. There's a ton of kids that it would be either their building or their block or or the neighborhood itself. They would come together and they would all kind of wear like the same uniform. They'd all kind of wear the same shit and you took pride in it. And you like say like your thing was a vest. You wore a vest, but your patches on the back were your patches. And people knew that you either rep that set or belonged to that group or tribe or whatever it was. You were like, an individual, but there was some solidarity. There was you knew that you could call upon your brothers. Yeah. So you're going to tell me that Raiders, knowing that, knowing that that's human history in a modern civilized era. Oh, no, civilized wait, can I cut you off? I just had an amazing epiphany. Yeah, tell me, please. The Boy Scouts of America is a gang. Yes, it is. Gang, gang. Like, <laughs> like come on. Like, that. you described the exact thing. There's a common uniform, but all the patches you earn are your own. Your numbers are your own. You yeah. belong to a certain sect of a thing. Gang mentality... In that sense, not gang mentality in like a riot, but gang mentality in that sense is not evil. It's not inherently bad. Our Discord is a is a gang. Yeah, shout out to the Discord guys. Shout out to the Discord. Thanks for being part of the the ARH gang, gang gang baby. Uh, but like Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. <laughs> <laughs> but like, actually, you know what? If you're in the Discord, let's get some gang gangs in the chat. Um, <laughs> uh, but you're going to tell me that these raiders, these these groups, and like like the raiders on the West Coast are the jackals, the vipers, the cons, whatever version of them, the 80s. There's some hard pipe swinging dudes. Yeah, yeah. Like, but there's there is there is a sect that and and I love them because they are not brought up enough. That goes from the East Coast to the West Coast. That is all around Route 80. That is just the raiders that are the 80s. They could be. Oh, we're part of the 80s, but we're like the Salt Lake 80s. Or we're like uh, the St. Louis 80s. You know what I mean? Like They could all have like cool nicknames, like the Blazing 80s. Yeah, like they could yeah. they could have like, uh, we're the, the uh, uh, I'm at a loss for words here. Like we're the, we're the Pennsylvania 80s. Like all our roads suck. The P80s. The P80s. Yeah. Like we, our roads suck before the war. The roads suck after the war. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> so, so. That is like a thing that is good for people. It is a sense of community. And in, in, in a time like this where everything has been blown to shit, the number one thing you need is community. You need a sense of self. You need a, sell, a sense of, 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 of giving back to a, a group of people. And I think the Minutemen really do that. And they want to do that. They want, they want to. They want you to be yourself, but they just don't want you to hurt other people while you're being yourself. Yes, but and I think I really do respect their mission. I think they're too authoritarian. Authoritarian. Too in that. I think so. I think so. 
That's why the ruler of the wastes in a hundred years will be the tunnel snakes. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. My name has been Vince. That's the end of the episode. I I think the tunnel snakes will be a prominent group for that reason and that reason alone. Because the tunnel snakes have one thing in common that all these gangs have, and that is respect for one another within their group. You know what? Go on. They, Butch cares about, I would think Butch, especially when he's older, cares about Wally Mack and Paul Hannon. I would think that when they get out, they would kind of influence other people and say, we're the tunnel snakes and we rule. And it's a scientific fact proven by science. And we may not be the most well outfitted. We may not be the smartest. Hell, we're not even the strongest or best looking, but goddamn, do we not give you a sense of community? Do we not give you a sense of being? Do we not give you I mean, the game came out fucking 11 years ago and I'm saying fucking tunnel snakes rule at least 4 times a week. Goddamn. You can't tell me the the tunnel snakes I mean, will not have influence. Tunnel snakes rule. That's us. It's a fact. It's a scientifically proven fact by science that they rule. You can't look me into the windows of my soul, my eyes. You cannot tell me that the this tunnel snakes do not have some sort of a positive influence. Because think about it. No matter what. It's like they're like denim. They'll never go out of style. Oh, nothing's dude, cooler so nothing's cooler than a pair of jeans and a leather jacket it was cool in the 40s and it's fucking cool today like and you know what having denim pants and a leather jacket is also practical exactly work. what's a better uniform than practicality you know what you're kind of selling me on this i didn't expect it it came out of left field but i'm i'm sold i i kind of like wanted to say fuck you <laughs> and say tunnel snakes like but the more I think about it, the more I'm kind of selling myself. The tunnel <laughs> you sold yourself on it. The tunnel snakes, dude. The tunnel snakes. There's no doubt in my mind. The tunnel snakes would leave DC, kind of venture out, and like maybe even if maybe if they're just in DC and par- other parts of Virginia, fine. But I think the tunnel snakes because the tunnel snakes' number one code is respect. Yeah. And you can do all the chems you want. You can drink all you want. Don't fuck each other over. Take care of your neighbor and love one another as the human beings we are. And I'll be damned if they're not going to have sweet rolls while they do it. (laughs) Holy shit. That or Dave. Oh, yeah, Dave. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I kind of wanted to, like, say, fuck you, Dave. And and go on for twenty five minutes about how Dave should be it, but no, I really think the t- the, Honestly, tunnel snakes, the tunnel snakes are fucking. They're a good choice. Like, let's say let's say we get a Midwest tunnel snakes. Let's say we get a Midwest, uh, or let's say we get a Western tunnel snakes. Maybe the is there is there like a Chinese snake? Maybe we get like the she and the tunnel snakes converging. Maybe we get like the minute. What happens when the tunnel snakes meet the vipers? What do you think happens, man? They become the fucking tunnel cobras. What the fuck? You see what I'm saying? All they want is to be a part of everybody else. They want to be accepted. They want to be loved. They want to protect each other. And they want to know that what they're doing is is in a positive direction. 
the tunnel snakes by a hundred years in the future if they're not all dead because I think somewhere canonically Butch hangs out with uh, the Lone Wanderer. So if the Lone Wanderer has the same amount of influence on Butch that the Vault Dweller had on Tandy, Tandy went on to be the fucking president of the NCR. Who's saying that fucking Butch can't be the next John Henry Eden without all the fucking evil shit? <laughs> without poisoning the water. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I never really thought of it like that. I'm telling you, and it's not just because Fallout 3 is my favorite game of all time, but Shady Sands started off as as people three trying people. trying to help each other. It, yeah. it was people trying to help each other, and it was three people. An old man named Aradesh, a little girl named Tandy, and a fucking guy named Seth. Fucking Seth. You, you see what I'm saying? Like... If they're not going to be a bunch of losers and they're actually going to work... And how are you going to fucking... The dude's name is Wally Mack. Wally freaking Mack. Did you understand what I'm saying? That's the name like- of a man who fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Wally Mack was my name on everything for a while. Oh, yeah. in There was a point in my phone where your name was Wally Mack. Really? Yeah. Haha, <laughs> that's awesome. Just like... In our no. original Discord before the... ARH Discord existed, You, your nickname was Wally Mac. I remember that. I remember because yeah. I have the, I have the picture on my desktop. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I... Yeah, Tunnel Snakes. Do, in fact, scientifically proven, they do rule. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'll side with you on that. Really? Tunnel Snakes rule, yeah. <laughs> this is the first time sold. I think I've ever converted you on something. Yeah, like... To the day I die, we will disagree on things. Yeah. I mean, that's human nature. Uh, but this is the only time I think that I've ever, like, ride or die went with your idea. <laughs> <laughs> We've only been friends for how many years? You know, only like 20. Yeah. Well, yeah. Give no, or take. I, uh, I love them, and I wish that they were given more of a part. They were given a part in Fallout 4 as a uh, a paid mod. A creation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where you found that they all died and became ghouls. You got a jacket and you got a pistol. I don't think it's I mean, canon. I don't bl- I don't know why you would make that canon. Yeah. I. What happened to Butch? I'm not paying for Butch, a mod. Butch Deloria for president. Yeah. I just, I, I, if Butch is, okay, let's say, let's look at it like this. Butch is Aradesh and leaves to go find the Lone Wanderer, Wally Mack or Paul Hannon is going to be Tandy, and then the other one could be Seth. So one, okay, what's like a really big dangerous snake? What's that movie that everybody loved? Uh, I don't know. What the fuck was that uh, movie? There, there's cobras, there's vipers. No, was that movie where it was like Boa? Where it was like the Boa? snake in the jungle, and it was like a 30-foot snake, and it was eating people? Yeah, that sounds like it. So like, let's say like, like Paul Hannon goes off to become the, um... Like, instead of the, the NCR Rangers, it's, like, the Boas. And, like, they yeah. have a cool set of armor. And, like, Wally Mack becomes the president. And he's like, I'm President Mack. And, like... President Mack! Or not even President Mack. It's, like, cool guy number one Mack. And he's like, hey, kids, check it out. Just make sure you... I don't know why I'm becoming three dog. Just make sure you're not fucking killing each other and you can go out and do whatever you want. Hey, fuck taxes. Hey. Like... Like, I'm, <sighs> I'm so blown away by this idea. Python is another good one. Ooh. 
Anaconda. And that's it, anacondas. Like, think about it. It's like, oh, it's yeah. the anacondas. Like, that word alone, like, anaconda, strikes fear into people's minds. It's a big old fucking yeah. snake. Imagine some, like, heavy, like, boss man called the anaconda. Yeah, with, like, a big, like, a, a bullwhip for an arm. Oh, that'd be so fucking cool. See what I'm saying, man? Fuck. Or Dave. Or Dave, yeah. Dave, Dave. yeah. I mean, because, of yeah. course, Dave. Because Dave's going to be in charge forever until it becomes like. Until you know. rig the ballot. And yeah. then Dave will just kill you. No, and then yeah. Dave's in charge. But, I, you know, he's a, he's a contender. Yeah, Dave, Dave's I, always in a contender. Top, top 400. Um, I'd go as far as say even top 200. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean he has his own republic. Yeah, I mean, come on. He's got he's to have the work done. <laughs> I mean, he's won every year on the back. Every year. Every year since he took it from his dad. Yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, we Before don't have, we it was a republic. We don't this have is to, a republic we're talking about. Yeah, we don't, have to, we don't have to get into it. I mean, you, you know the lore. If you don't, there's a past episode. I don't remember it off the top of my head. Um, but there so is just one. go listen to all of them. <laughs> listen to all of them, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm just thinking of more Tunnel Snake shit. Like, Tunnel Snake's... Tunnel snakes rule. They rule. They, they, Scientifically they rule. proven fact. Tunnel snakes rule. There's nothing you, you can do about know it. Something else that rules. What, what, what would that be? That would be Feather Duster by Shane <laughs> Ivers. <laughs> you don't say. Do tell. Do tell. You see, it's this wonderful intro music that we use every episode, give or take one or two. Um, and if you want it, I mean, I recommend it. It's great. But it's also our intro, so don't take it. Uh, you can get that at silvermansounds.com slash free music slash feather duster. But Vince, you gotta tell the folks at home, where can they find the show? You can find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Atomic Radio Hour. But if they'd like to follow you, my friend, where can they find you? You can find me at Oh, you gotta find me on Twitter, of course. Oh, yeah, That's of course. At Declan underscore Bean. But you, I need to know where they can find you. If you'd like to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter at all capitals, the underscore Boogans. If you listen to us on YouTube, thank you. I love you. Please like and comment, subscribe, and share with a friend. Smash that like button. Uh, if, you're, if you're listening on <laughs> streaming platforms, I thank you as well. Make sure to like and subscribe and do streaming platform activities. You can find yeah. us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, CastBox, Radio Public. That's five of them. There's more. Um, there's so many of them. There's uh, at, at least at least three, maybe more. Um, probably more. There's definitely more than it's, three. It's probably more than two, but less than, like, 90. It's less than 90, more than six. Probably. Let's, let's, I know, because I definitely submitted for at least six. But <laughs> beyond that... <laughs> but, guys, if you want to see this show become even better, consider... Uh, supporting us on Patreon. Atomic Radio Hour is always going to be free. Always. And always going to be available to you. For free. But if you, For free. <laughs> but if you want to support us and help us make the show better and grow it, you can give us a little donation on Patreon. We have some wonderful folks. We have the Friendly Companion Cube. 
we have Noah Smith, we have Michael Mello, the OG, and also new to the family, TKS Mantis. Thank you so much, guys, for giving us money to make the show better. Thank you. I love you. Thank you so much. Uh, we also have a Twitch. Just, just, I don't, we might do something there over here. Stay and again. tuned. <laughs> yeah. That's all we have to say. Stay right. tuned. Declan might be home. We might stream Fallout 2 if we get some time. Ooh, that'd actually be really fun. Yeah, we should, because we did one. So, yeah. why not? Um, do you have anything you want to say, my friend? I want to say that I hope the audience enjoys our original content this week. Yes. Please, enjoy. I don't know what it is. I didn't write anything yet. Remember to tell us who you think should rule the waste in our Discord or on Twitter. Let's get some gang-gangs once again. Gang-gang in the chat. Gang-gang in the chat. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, guys. Have a wonderful weekend. Or week, if you're listening during the week. Just I know be good. Some, Drive safe. Wear a seatbelt. And remember to always hug dogs when you see them on the street. You know what? You've been good. Go ahead and go go treat yourself to a movie. And maybe even a milkshake if you can tolerate milk. <laughs> yeah. Or some tea or something. Don't go crazy. Don't break the bank. But, you know, you, you worked hard. I believe in you. Do you want to end this? <laughs> See you later, guys. Bye. I'll tape log, Detective Dixon, number 22. Small-time thug maybe runs with four or five other gangsters, baby-faced Frank. I've been keeping my ear to the ground for information on this hood. As of late, i found that he and his bunch have been making bootleg mint heads. That sounds like everyday mundane criminal shenanigans, but here's the real kicker. He's cutting it with medics. Makes your mind go a mile a minute, but leaves you slumped over. I'll have Alec keep an ear out and see if any kids his age are getting involved with the stuff. Maybe then we can attack from the source. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast.